approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Coaches. I am your host, as always, guys, Coach Steve. We have another fun episode for you guys again today. We are back talking waivers. Week 5 is just in the wrap. Hopefully, you guys had a very fantastic Week 5, and hopefully you guys won your matchups and didn't suffer too many of the injuries that we're going to talk about today. And, of course, let me introduce Coach Sean, as always. Coach Sean, what's going on, brother? Nothing much, Coach Steve. Just another beautiful Monday. Um, if you hear any mooing or honking in the background, my dog got a new toy, and he is deciding <laughs> to sit right outside my door with that said toy. So he apologize if you hear any squeaking. Everything's good. Uh, Cowie's just hanging out with a new toy. So Love I'm excited that. to talk football. Big week. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. All right. So like I said, guys, we were talking, fan, uh, talking waivers today. Before we get into that, we do have some – some fantasy news to cover, and we'll probably be mentioning a lot of this. We don't know still. There's still a lot of unknowns, a lot of these injuries, but uh, hopefully we'll find out sooner than later. So uh, start off at the top here, James Conner, Arizona Cardinals running back, uh, knee injury. He left that game in the middle of the, I think, around the third or fourth quarter uh, of the game this past week here. No word on whether or not he is going to be available or how severe this injury is. Uh, Clear Herbert, we have already found out that he has a high ankle, high injured sprain. It's a high ankle sprain, uh, and he's going to probably at least miss a few games this season, at least the next two games, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Tank Dell, concussion. We'll see if he's going to be available for Sunday. Anthony Richardson, Johnny, we were just talking about him. AC joint likely out for a month. At least week six he'll be out, so we'll see. I think they're still determining whether or not to put him on the IR. Travis Kelsey, a lower ankle sprain, which was very scary to see in those afternoon games. He did not practice today, and they play on Thursday night, so we could be without Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, DeMario Douglas and Juju Smith-Shistu both suffered head injuries. Not know the severity of those head injuries, but it is something to monitor for this Patriots wide receiver core. Daniel Jones left with a neck injury somewhere in the late third quarter of the Dolphins game. Uh, his status is unknown at this time. Wondell Robinson concussion. Likely puts his week six in doubts. Justin Jefferson, obviously, this is a big one here. Hamstring injury. I still haven't heard anything about his hamstring injury. And then this one came in this afternoon, guys. Devon A. Chain suffered a knee injury during the Giants game. Again, they're doing testing still on that. So a lot of big injuries here. Uh, John, I don't know if you want to just mention anything. I mean, I think we'll talk about a lot about this if we know the severity about it later. So Yeah, I have a feeling we'll talk about a lot of this stuff on thursday's show as practice reports come out injury reports come out we'll know more um obviously stinks to see a laundry list of injuries on a monday morning but um you know kind of kind of where we're at in the season so yeah we'll we'll find out more information on severity a lot of these injuries go come thursday but the one i do think is pretty severe is anthony richardson i think he is gonna miss a decent amount of time so um that that one stinks. Uh, so if you're in any level of a super flex, anything like that, if Gardner Minshew is out there, he is absolutely a must grab and stash and all that. So, 
Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, keep your eyes on this. I get, well, uh, maybe on Twitter later, if I find out more, I'll, I'll post something on Twitter. Well, or well or not, you know, like what, what the injury does for the people behind them. But we're going to talk a lot about some backups of a lot of these injured players, just in case that you should probably go pick up here in week two. So uh, this week we don't got any keeper cut. Uh, so we're going to get right straight into the waiver wires this week here. So um, last week, waiver wires, uh, I don't know. I think it was just me last week. Yeah, it looks like it was just me on last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quarterback CJ Stroud, Joshua Dobbs didn't have the best games overall, uh, but I do still expect them to uh, kind of step up at some point throughout the season. Uh, obviously, you know, CJ Stroud was somebody obviously I was really high on for the rest of the season. Joshua Dobbs is more of like a short term player. Um, <clears throat> RB's Jalen McLaughlin obviously had a really nice game for us in fantasy. So if you were able to pick him up and you had to start him, you did pretty well. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, again, didn't do too much, but we're, we're, I think we're going to talk about him again today. Tajay Spears, uh, he ended up doing pretty well this past week here. And if you picked up Jeff Wilson in advance, you might have got yourself a nice, uh, uh, cheap, easy play potentially. And then my last one was really just like, just add some stud backups. I mean, at this point, there wasn't too many people last week you could add for fantasy. Wide receivers, Jameson Williams, obviously didn't really do much in his first game back. Jaden Reed, we'll find out tonight. Marvin Mims, really nothing crazy with him. Curtis Samuel had a really good week, so if you picked him up and started him on Thursday night, did pretty well. Uh, Michael Wilson, not the best game from him, but hopefully he still has better games to come. Uh, Luke Musgrave, uh, I believe he got her play tonight. Her play tonight. And Jonah Smith, if you picked up Jonah Smith and started him and you took that trust level, he gives you pretty solid, so not too bad. Uh, In the chat, hey, guys, happy Monday. What are your thoughts on Jalen McLaughlin as a flex player going forward? So John, how do you feel about McLaughlin moving forward? Um, I think he's definitely earned himself some touches. He's earned himself a role in this in this going forward. Um, you know, we'll see what's going on with uh, Javante Williams, but I think even with Javante Williams healthy, he clearly gives something to this backfield that him and P Ryan don't, which is speed and agility. And so I think he's I think he's kind of going to find, you know, it might not be as productive, might not be as much volume as he's getting right now, but yeah, he should see work going forward. I don't know flex again. It all depends on who you else you got, but at this point I trust him more than I would like a Gus Edwards. Um, so I like him. I, I, he's a decent play. Yeah. I don't really know about flex just yet when it comes to McLaughlin, you know, P Ryan had a lot of work in that late game there, especially in the fourth quarter. I figured, you know, in the fourth quarter of a game you're behind, why are you not trying to get your young player some more reps to see what he's able to do? Uh, So it was definitely discouraging that he did well, but he didn't seem a lot of touches, which I guess is a good and bad thing. Uh, He's right now for me is somebody who I would consider as like an RB bi-week replacement. And if you're low at RB and you need an RB to stick in, because we all know the running back position is, is very thin that you could probably give him as an RB two for the week and hope for the best with him. But I don't know if I trust him as a week to week flesh yet. Uh, If Javante misses more time, uh, if he went to go on the IR or something for the next month, I would mm-hmm. trust him a little bit, uh, much more uh, as a flex option if that was the case. But I don't think Javante is going on the pump or I mean the pump, the IR or anything like that at this time. So McLaughlin doesn't for me really have that flex value just yet. But uh, his his name is definitely rising. Uh, and if you got him last week, I think you got a player that might be a valuable asset at some point during the season. So I agree. 
All right, so let's get into uh, the quarterbacks. We'll start off with quarterbacks here, guys, for the day. It's going to be fun here. Um, so quarterback situation here. Uh, John, I'll let you go because you have Gardner Menchu as your top guy, so I'll, I'll let you talk about Menchu. Yep, I think Gardner is, um, you know, he will always be kind of one of the elite backups in the NFL. He clearly can control an offense and can contribute. Um, you know, it didn't look like Indianapolis really – um, missed that much of a beat when he jumped in. So I think he's good. Uh, you know, I think he's any sort of super flex. You absolutely can, can grab him, should play him. Um, and then in terms of the pieces around him, you know, your Josh Downs, your Michael Pittman's, I don't think it's that big of a downgrade um, going from Anthony Richardson to Gardner Minshew. So, you know, Anthony Richardson, obviously fantasy wise is a totally different player than Gardner is. Um, but in terms of real NFL quarterback, I think Gardner's, you know, capable of running that offense very, very well. So uh, pick him up if he's out there. Um, you can absolutely grab him, and he's a fine replacement. Yeah, no, I, I like Menchu. I think Menchu, Menchu actually makes this pass attack for the Colts a lot better uh, than what Richardson does because Richardson's value comes on his own. Uh, he doesn't really overly bring value to the whole offense, and I think Gardner Menchu will bring value to the whole offense while – not having as much value on his own, which is good for us in fantasy. If you have a lot of Colts players, again, he's a good pickup kind of guy. I have him as my second quarterback to pick up for this week here. Um, my first quarterback is Sam Howell. Uh, really tough the first first half of that Thursday night football game, but he looked much better in that second half here. And that's the menu. That's the menu. That's the Howell that I really liked coming into the season here. Uh, I mean, he threw for almost like 300 yards in just a half. Uh, it really shows what kind of player he is that be able to spread the ball around and, and find players to get open. He made a lot of fantastic throws in that game there. Again, granted, it was the Bears, but uh, I still would like to pick him up moving forward here. Uh, I just feel like long-term rest of the season, based on what's left out there on the waivers, uh, that he, he makes the most sense for me. Uh, John, you have Baker on yep. yours? I do. I think this is kind of just a – this is also just a PSA. This is a post by – you know, see if someone dropped them. If you don't, if you don't need, if they didn't need them, they couldn't hang on to him through the bye week. Um, it's single quarterback. He's a good, you know, he's past his bye week now. So if you have someone who's got a bye week coming up, he could be a good bye week filler for you. Um, I, I don't know. I think Baker Mayfield is again just a solid quarterback. Um, will give you, you know, might not have the major spike games because he's not really going to run much, but can still fill in, um, be productive in your fantasy lineup, get you your 15, 20 points that you need. Um, you know, you hope maybe as a, a couple touchdown, multi-touchdown game and um, hits Mike Evans on some big ones. But I think Baker's fine, uh, similar level. And this is, again, just to see, you know, some people might not have hung on to him through the bye week. Some people might not have hung on to certain players, a ton of players through the bye week. So just check and, and see if he's out there. Yeah, no, definitely. And and that will go through a lot of the positions is that you should look at to see which bye week players. Um, and you could actually do this tonight if you have yeah, like a bench spot or two. You could pick up the bye week players now. But uh, also, I mean, just take a look because some of those guys aren't showing at the moment as like, you know, people, some people look at like, oh, who had the best games this week? Well, some of those players didn't play. So keep that in mind there. Uh, you might see Dak Prescott get dropped in a lot of leagues. Uh, so keep that in mind that he might be someone that gets dropped. He has the Chargers this week coming up, so that could be a little bit of a better outing for him. Matthew Stafford, Jimmy G, or other options that you could also consider at quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right, over to the RBs here, and then this one a little bit more better than what we had in the prior weeks here. Yeah. Uh, John, you had the top guy on this list here, so I'll let you go once again here. Uh, Tazi Spears, go for it. 
So Tajay Spears, um, we've talked about him. Basically, he was the bell of the ball at the preseason. PFF ratings loved him, um, looked explosive, looked great. But everyone was under the assumption it's still Derrick Henry's backfield. You know, he'll get minimal, minimal role. Well, he is over the course of four or five weeks now carved himself out a decent amount of work. So he's getting what I would consider, you know, flex worthy amount of volume at this point. You're going to get six, seven, eight carries. You're going to get three, four targets. Um, and he's hyper productive with them. You know, again, he had his first touchdown um, in, in. I think that that is a sort of a monkey off a rookie's back where now it's. I, I get the game. I'm gotten the end zone. I'm, I'm can focus on a million other things that it takes to be a professional running back. And so I, I think this is big. This is a big step for him. And this offense in general just needs a spark. They need something going on because they just look <laughs> malaise everywhere else. And Tajay clearly is the only one that really is showing any sort of major explosion right now. And uh, I think Vrabel's a good coach and a smart coach would take advantage of that. And so I think in the coming weeks, if he gets a little bit more work, a little bit more work and, you know, this team continues to stink and maybe they trade pieces away, who knows? Um, but Tajay is one of those guys where at some point you just got to bet on talent and he showed that he's got some real NFL talent. Yeah, no, definitely. I, again, he's my top guy too. Um, again, I'm not overly throwing money at him, but uh, he's definitely a good bench piece to add to your team that I think will be able to help you out during the bye weeks that are coming up over the next month and a half. Uh, he seems to be getting more and more work over 50% of the offensive snaps. So, yeah, I mean, I like what he's doing and I like to see him continue to move forward. So that's kind of why he's in my top spot there. Uh, now, my number two was Chuba Hubbard, and so was John's here. So I'll call, I'll bring up the Chuba Hubbard here. So Chuba Hubbard, the last two weeks now, has uh, overtaken Miles Sanders in terms of snaps. Now, Miles Sanders has not looked good, whether or not he's injured and banged up still and not playing at 100%. And Chuba Hubbard has been taking advantage of that, but not too much. He hasn't produced overly a lot at least the last two weeks, but he is seeing more and more work over Miles Sanders, and that's something to take notice is that potentially even though they paid miles sanders a lot of money chuba hubbard has been the more efficient player especially on the passing downs uh situations here that i think we could be seeing him be the main guy or at least be a little bit more of a one a one b scenario with uh miles sanders in the offense here and this offense will get continue to get better as the young players develop over the season here so uh chuba hubbard will have more opportunities especially in the passing game whether it's scoring uh so he, he's definitely worth a pickup he, he's a good bench player to pick up and put on your team now Mm-hmm. John, you had him too, so right? Yeah, I I, I agree. I think I'm I'm kind of treating him right now, kind of how I treated early season um, Kenneth Gamewell, where it's mm-hmm. like it's probably a one B, probably. Um, but you know, I, until Miles Sanders really takes the job away, kind of like Swift didn't really take the job away right away, and I, I don't know. You can still use him. He's he, but there is always going to be that chance that Miles Sanders just kind of gets healthy and figures it out. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. So I'm right. willing to keep, I'm willing to keep rolling with Chub, Chuba until it happens. Right now, definitely. Uh, now your third guy is Kendra Miller. So if you want to go and break that down. So Kendra Miller is um, uh, again, I think that at this point of the season, it's hard to find guys in the waiver wire with any level of like staying power. And um, Kendra, of course, he wants it. No, you're not coming in with that. Uh, And of course, um, Kendra Miller is 
finally had a this breakout game where okay we saw the usage of both um running backs and being effective so i think kendry miller is you know he's not going to be this um I, I think he was a little bit more of a home run threat top speed kind of guy than i thought i think he is a little bit more of a um you know strong between the tackles we're still very good running back but um you know, as long as Kamara is there, that's kind of their big play home run guy. But if you're going to give me, and what do you have, 16 touches this week? If you give me 15 touches, say, on a weekly basis going forward, that's very valuable in fantasy. So I think that's probably where he's going to live. And then, you know, if anything happens, say he does do that big breakout game or anything does happen to Alvin Kamara, and then that 1A, 1B flips that would be huge. Uh, but again, I'm not betting on that. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but worst <laughs> case, worst case, you at least have a pretty solid one B scenario in a saints offense that I can't seem to do much through the air right now. So if they have to lean on the run game until Derek Carr figures his mishaps out, um, they're gonna, cause they can win games with that defense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I said, I had him on my list last week here. I don't have him on my list this week, just strictly because like I, I feel like he is more of a backup backup than he is an actual starter. Uh, 1B situation at the moment. Like a lot of his t- catches or car- carries happened in the fourth quarter of games. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? Hey, uh, but he did see passing down work in around like the second quarter. He did see a bunch of his targets happen in the second quarter. So there is some promise there. Uh, but for me, there's, there's some of the guys I have above my list. I just I feel like they have a bigger opportunity to see more playing time early on than what Kendry Miller. If it's a closer game, they might rely on Alvin Kamara. That's my only thing, but he has tremendous upside uh, rest of the season here. That is, it's definitely worth a pickup. Um, My third guy is Deontay Foreman. Um, And let me just talk about Roshan Johnson. I didn't, he's not on this list because he is just over the 40% mark. So if you guys Mm -hmm. were wondering what was Roshan, you know, why isn't he being talked about? I'm having other podcasts talk about him. We talk about players under 40%. He is just over the 40%. So if Roshan's out there, he suffered a concussion too over the Thursday. He should be yeah, fine. Go get him. Yeah, go get him. Still go get him. Yeah. He's the top guy to pick up over everyone. That, that's how I feel about him personally, 100%. in my opinion. He should be their top guy picked up. But Deontay Foreman is definitely a must add right now because we know this backfield for the Bears uses a lot, likes to use two RBs at times. And if Deontay Foreman, uh, Roshan Johnson can't play for any reason because of the concussion, Deontay Foreman jumps into a giant role because they don't have any other running backs. Travis Homer's hurt. They used their fullback on Thursday night football because they had no one else. So Deontay Foreman could find himself a bigger role for the next month. And we saw him pre-productive. Uh, so he he needs to be added to your team right now here. I probably should have had him at two, to be honest. But I have him sitting at three. Definitely a, a must-add scenario for him right now. Uh, John, you have Jeff Wilson sitting at your four here. Tell yes. us why. So they um... – just activated his 21 day window to rejoin the team off of IR. Um, I think that, you know, he's, you know, if it's not this week, it's soon. They wouldn't open up that window if they don't think he's coming back, um, you know, within the 21 days, obviously. So I, we just heard this HN news that there's an injury there. Mostert is not the, you know, poster boy of health. I, I think that this, there could be a late season surge with, Jeff Wilson and it's not out of the realm of possibility I mean we've seen what a a running back can do in that backfield Uh, Mostert was the running back one for the first four weeks HN blew up for two weeks in a row like it's it's insane what a running back can do in that and so even if I have to hold on to Jeff Wilson for the next 
week or two until he gets up to speed, gets active, gets ready. I'm willing to hold that on my bench because I don't, I'm not trusting a Chan to stay healthy all 17. I'm not trusting Mostert to stay healthy all 17. And so if by week eight, nine, all of a sudden Jeff Wilson has himself the starting role and you're fighting for a playoff spot and you get to put that guy in your lineup, it feels really good. I feel like that could be a major piece you know, later on in the season that I'm willing to hold on to right now. And maybe he gets activated. Maybe a chance knee injury is serious and his, and he gets activated at practice on Wednesday. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, great. Now I got a piece I can put in now. So I think Jeff Wilson is a major sort of upside play for me, bigger than a lot of these other guys on this name on this list. So I, I like Jeff Wilson a lot. I think you might be the reason why he's lower on here is you might be able to wait, to add, but also maybe not now no, maybe no risk yeah. yeah this this hn news i think now, ago, you might have been able to do yeah that. i think this hn news changes everything um but you know no risk no reward so i i think if you have to make a play at jeff wilson it's right now and i think it's a very smart bet yeah i mean he's also has injury concerns of his own over his career so if you wanted to wait like john just said and wait until afterwards and then pick him up I mean, he may be there, he may not, but I, I think the the risk reward factor is you could do it, you could not, and it won't really overall affect your fantasy day. So, um, and he's my number five guy. So, but my number four here is I'm going to say his name completely wrong. I can't wait to do this here. Uh, <laughs> Mary, Mary Di Mercado. He is the uh, rookie running back for the Arizona Cardinals. He's their backup currently. Uh, he might have an opportunity to start. In week six, uh, James Conner's knee injury. We don't know the severity of that just yet. Keontae uh, Ingram is also dealing with his own neck injury, which is definitely a scary thing to do. Um, and Messi Cotto, I'm saying his name wrong once again, had 10 carries for 45 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Uh, and he had one catch for 12 yards. And actually over the last two weeks, he had four ca- He has four, four catches for 38 yards. Uh, so it's not terrible. Uh, he's got some opportunity. He looked good uh, in limited time this year so far in these last two games here. He might be a big pickup if you're desperate at running back and you need a fill-in guy for the week here. There's not too many bye weeks. The bye weeks this week are, I believe, the Steelers and Packers in week six. Um, so he he might be a hot commodity that you could end up starting in fantasy this year. And I picked him up in a lot of dynasty leagues this past week, so I'm thrilled about that. Um, so I'm very excited. Uh, John, over to you. You have Tank Bigsby as your last uh, number five guy. Go for it. Um, yeah, Tank Bigsby. I mean, this is just kind of the point of the season and where you're at, where you have to just start looking at handcuffs and high end handcuffs. And uh, Tank Bigsby to me is probably that guy. Where if anything happened to, um, if anything happened to the starter, uh, Tank Bigsby would walk into a pretty significant role in an offense that I think is good and is improving. So, um, yeah, that's just it, nothing crazy other than like if you have bench space and you need an ad, uh, he's a good stash. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, none of these guys in that general sense are like probably home run hits, but they could end up filling a need for your team at some point during the season, especially with bye weeks and injuries. They all might have some kind of value for a short period of time, but I don't know if any of them are home run hits right now. Like a Devon A. Chain, if he stays healthy, or like Jerome, uh, Jerome Ford situation. Um, some other options there. Zach Moss might have been dropped in a lot of leagues. I don't know how that's handled that situation, but he probably oh, should be picked up. Luck trying to figure that one uh, out. I don't know. I probably won't start him because I think Jonathan Taylor will have like 20 carries in week six. Uh, but if they continue to evolve Zach Moss, I mean, 
you have to put him. He has to be on rosters right now. So, but he might have been dropped because of Jonathan Taylor. Uh, again, elite backup should be picked up. Jordan Mason is a big, a big one that I continue to say that he is going to be the new backup for the 49ers at some point. And if Christian McCaffrey goes down, he has elite upside. Uh, Justice Hill, I think, will continue to see work in this Ravens offense overall. So. All right, over to the wide receivers here now, uh, John. Uh, let me just go through the high percentage guys. Joshua yep. Palmer, JSN has been dropped in a lot of leagues I've seen, and Elijah Moore all over that 40%, but all should probably be rostered at this point. Even JSN and how how l- less productive he's been this year so far, he should still be rostered because I think there's still a season for him at some point, and they're coming off of a bye week, which we know rookies love uh, mm-hmm. to do things after bye weeks because the coaches get them more involved. Mm-hmm. They reevaluate in the in the bye week and they find ways to get their rookies more involved. And JSN is that type of rookie to do so. So he should be definitely a major pickup right now. But let's get into the wide receivers here, John. So start off at the top here. Who's your number one wide receiver pickup this week? Um, number one's Josh Downs. Uh, Josh Downs had you know just had a nice little run of decent performances. This was his first week of what I would say a solid performance. You know, six for six with ninety four. Um, so just under a hundred yards, uh, again, going six for six. And the two things that I like that, um, he's got going for him right now is his role is expanding and he's clearly now the number two wide receiver and his a dot, which average depth of target is going up. So he is, you know, started really as kind of this like slot close to the line of scrimmage guy is down around five you know, his dot in the past two weeks has been up closer to nine. So, I mean, he's, they're getting him involved deeper downfield on legitimate targets. And, and I think Josh Downs is a talented wide receiver. And, um, and I also, you know, and I, I also think that Michael Pittman's a talented wide receiver. So I, I think it, you know, when you have a good core like that, and then the whatever tight end they feel like throwing to at the time, but I feel like they have a decent, and then you have Jonathan Taylor back. I mean, this offense could all of a sudden, and, and we just talked about Gardner Minshew is no slouch. This offense could be pretty good. And so I'll take a piece of that, and I'll take a piece of that in the guy who's operating as the number two clearly and is getting targeted um, in the kind of middle, deep parts of the field. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I like that as well, to be honest there. I think I, I like him with Gardner Minshew moving forward as long as Minshew is a starter. When Minshew has been on the field, he has produced for us in fantasy. Uh, which is great. Um, so I am excited about Josh Downs uh, moving forward. Uh, decent matchup this week here with the Jaguars. Uh, my number one is still Quentin Johnson. He got a lot of drops probably into his bye and especially not overly performing in his first game without Mike Williams. But again, just like JSN, coming off the bye week, you have to get your rookie more involved. You spent a first-round pick on this guy. You got to give him an ample opportunity to be successful. They're gonna. They're definitely gonna try to find ways to do that this week. The Cowboys will find ways to lock down Keenan Allen, and it will be relied on by Joshua Palmer and Quentin Johnson. And I think Quentin Johnson still has that, you know, high end wide receiver two upside as long as he can start getting the target share uh, in this offense here. So I, I still have him as my number one this week. Uh, John, you have him as your number two guy this week here. Yep. Um, same same reasoning. I mean, it's. Literally, it's same exact thing. Rookie coming off of the bye week, going to be thrusted into a big opportunity, probably was dropped by frustrated managers. So, I mean, grab him for sure. He's got brighter days coming out of this bye for sure. So I love him. Agreed, agreed. Uh, All right, so that was your number two. My number two here was Curtis Samuel. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Samuel has been so underrated this year, and mm-hmm. and I think people are starting to catch on, which they should have last week here, as I mentioned him, as he should have been a pickup. He's he's seeing a great target share this season. Uh, I mean, he was seeing five, three, four, eight, and I said pick him up. And what did he do? He put up six six care, six receptions for sixty five yards and a touchdown. And he has been thriving the last few weeks here, and he's playing much better than what we're seeing from Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin this season here. And he looks like he seems to be in sync the last two weeks, 15 targets between him and Sam Howell here. Yeah, I'm going to continue to ride that hot hand here. And, and he, he should be a pickup uh, right now in fantasy because you know what? Terry McLaurin's good, but he's not he's not a elite player that can't have somebody else succeed. And Jahan Dotson just hasn't shown it again this year after a decent last year. So give me Curtis Samuel, who's playing at a high level right now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on my list too. I like him. Uh, he's always been sort of a gadget player, but that's okay um, when you're in uh, an Eric Bieniemy offense and they know how to use the gadget. That's fine. <laughs> so clearly, they are figuring out how to use that gadget, and he's getting he's getting utilization. So I, I like him. He's a good pickup, and he's um, you know like I again, you know, people talk about like oh. You know, is he flexy? This and like I would start him before I started Jahan Dotson at this point, and people drafted Jahan Dotson, so that's 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 how I feel about Curtis Samuel. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you had Michael Wilson as your number three. If you want to go yeah. into that detail, yeah. So Michael Wilson had um, a bit of a down game this week, um, but I, I think two things going forward. Um, one, the loss of the running game is going to be more prevalent if they miss time with James Conner. So they'll have to throw more and B he again has sort of established himself in the first four weeks as a rookie to be the number two target on this offense. And so um, Josh Dobbs is um, playing adequately. He's playing well enough. Um, you know, you can start, you know, you can start uh, Zach Ertz every week. You can start uh, Hollywood Brown every week. And I think you're getting to the point where you could take a stab at Michael Wilson week in, week out. So I think he's good. Um, he's getting targeted downfield. He's a touchdown guy, big bodied. And you hope that you get Kyler Murray back in the next couple of weeks and things get even better. So I think he's absolutely worth the pickup. Yeah, no, absolutely. I had him on my list last week. I think he, I think he's still a decent pickup that you should pick up. Definitely sucks that he only saw two targets. He only saw one game over five targets so far this season. I really thought a momentum was kicking with him in a good matchup uh, when he had seven last week. But two targets, he's still a good play though. But the one, the one thing that's nice about Michael Wilson, he is not getting a ton of targets, but his air yards are he's he's over twenty five percent of the team's air yards. So he he makes up a lot. So even when he hits, it makes up a lot quick. You're like, oh, all right, it was f- 45 yard bomb. Like, thanks, <laughs> I'm good. Michael Wilson doesn't need to do a lot. He can get it done with a few catches. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, now, John, you had Jameson William as your fourth guy as yep. well, and so did I. So I'll let you talk about that because my fifth guy is different than yours. So. Um, so Jamison William is, you know, everyone, I'm sure everyone and their mother talks about it. He's just an explosive, explosive kind of stash play right now. The problem is, I, I think that this um, Lions team is really good. So I don't know if they, you know, they can run the ball well with David Montgomery. Um, you know, Khalif Raymond's a, a decent uh deep threat option as well. Uh, you're going to get a Monroe St. Brown back. Sam Laporta looks legit. Um, so I, I think this one is just a, 
more of a dart throw, no pun intended, than people want to admit. But Jamison Williams is just very talented, very fast, and in a, on a good team. And, and believe it or not, I think the Lions are a very good offense. So uh, he's worth a bench stash. He is going to be – I think the problem with fantasy is you got to be – you know, temper your expectations. He's going to be a very frustrating piece to have on your roster. There will be weeks where he's in your lineup and he goes one for 18 like he did this past week. There will also be weeks where he's in your lineup and he goes – you know, three for 112 and two. And you're like, all right, well, like, you know, it's, I think that's just kind of be who Jamison Williams is. And so you just got to kind of get lucky and hope you hit the big ones. Um, but um, that's, he's obviously, if he's out there, he's worth the ad. Cause again, there's not many guys at this point, you know, if you're still hanging on to like a, like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like, I, you know, I'm dropping him for a Jamison Williams any day of the week. Like at this point, you got to kind of figure out what you got. And and I think Jamison Williams at least offers some upside somewhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. He definitely does here. And he might be actually, he might've cheated on this one. He might be over the 40%. Um, oh, Mark- <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, did I did that too. I, I kind of rushed my last two uh, rankings here. So uh, Kyle said, well, on the bright side for Jamison Williams, truthers, he just doubled his catch career catch. <laughs> he, did. he has two now. Kyle. He has three all together. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, che- I definitely cheated on this one too. I probably shouldn't have put Williams in. That's my fault. But uh, yeah, again, he might be out there for you. He definitely another explosive player that needs to be added, especially with Amaran St. Brown banged up. We don't know how long if that's going to continue. So mm-hmm. might give Jameson Williams more opportunity. My last one here for wide receivers, guys, is Rishi Rice um, for the Kansas City Chiefs here. And he continues to impress. He's not doing a lot, but he's continuing to impress on what he's able to do. He's got five targets uh, in four or five games this year. Uh, he's got, you know, decent yardage, not a lot, but decent. He caught a second touchdown of the season here. And the coaches just said, yeah, we need to get this guy more involved here. This guy more is not doing anything. Kadarius Tony is catching little dink and dunk routes that aren't doing anything here. MBS is just the guy like Rishi Rice needs to get the ball more. He's a big, one of the few big receivers on the team here. And when Travis Kelsey banged up, this man needs to get on the field more and be able to do things for this team here. And uh, I'm picking up now because if you pick him up the week, he likes out, he is not going to be available to you. So pick him up now while you can uh, on your team. Some other options, Josh Reynolds, Trenton Irvin, if Irv Smith, uh, Irv Smith, if t- uh, TJ uh, T Higgins missed more time, he had 10, he had 10 targets, eight catches for like 80 yards. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Rondell Moore could be interesting in more terms of a running a rushing role. kind of what mm-hmm. Debo Samuels does. He did see an intake in his carries late in that game. Once James Connor, James Connor went down. So that could be interesting. Uh, KJ Osborne with uh, Justin Jefferson banged up. It might be his time to come up and be the number two for this team. Uh, Jaden Reed. We'll find out tonight how well he does with the full allotment of Christian Watson and uh, Romeo Dobbs. Marvin Mims is still someone I'm hoping for. Jonathan Mingo. Some of these young rookies I really want to start picking up because second half of the season, some of these rookies start start producing for us. And Kendrick Bourne could be interesting if Juju and Demario Douglas are to miss time. Uh, he might see more work in the offense here. So a lot of decent wide receiver pickups you can make in this week's waiver wire. So I would agree. It's actually a pretty decent waiver wire week. Well, because, better than last week, I think. Yeah, better than last week. Yeah, it's a decent waiver wire week. No, it's better than week three. I think week three was the one that was really shitty. Uh, Week four was okay, but week three was, I think, the worst. So (laughs) I think that was the pre... Oh, maybe that was the Von Chain one. I don't remember. Uh, It was something. Maybe it was four. It was bad. Four was pretty bad. Uh, So let's go to the tight ends here. 
Uh, John, well, let's start with you. You have Logan Thomas. I have Logan Thomas. I'll let you talk about Logan Thomas. Uh, I mean, anyone who watched the game, I think, you know, understands Logan Thomas is becoming a sort of outlet valve uh, when a play breaks down. He's and the play is breaking down often. So he's mm-hmm. getting a lot of targets. Um, saw 11 this uh, past week. He clearly looks healthy again. Um, I, I like Logan Thomas. He's a he's a again, one of those tight ends. It's just kind of solid all around. We'll never really you know, get the credit he deserves, but it is again, it tight ends. You're looking for guys who are going to a get volume and B get touchdowns. And I think Logan Thomas week in week out will be a good bet for over five targets. And probably he'll at least get one red zone target, if not two, and you hope he comes down with it and then you have a touchdown. So I I think that's kind of where we're at. I mean, we're watching, you know, we're watching a lot of high end, tight ends kind of fail us and the truth is if you're not travis kelsey or mark andrews or you know some of these superstars you you probably stink and so you get you got to make moves like i pivoted from kyle pitts to logan thomas this week and i don't regret it at all i respect it i respect it yeah uh someone wanted me to make a trade for darren waller i'm like to be honest i have logan thomas it's fine he's I'm doing fine, fine. i'm fine, he's fine. It's the he's same fine. guy it's the same guy one just doesn't both have 31 year old running uh tight ends that are injury prone like give me the yeah. one that's at least getting targeted a ton each and every single week no matter what and long as Tom, logan thomas had four red zone targets this past week so he's crazy yeah this week was wild this week yeah, was yeah. definitely wild definitely a little while but he's being used in the offense here i'm I, i'm gonna continue to have him as my top guy for a while uh my number two guy was tyler conklin and tyler conklin is, is getting work in this offense here uh you know 50 yards in three of the last four games now they play philly who is one of the worst teams in uh against tight ends this year and it doesn't seem like zach wilson knows how to throw to anyone really uh so he's doing enough with tyler conklin here so it is a streaming tight end for the week maybe luke musgrave who is on a bye this week jonathan uh you know, you know, if you had him starting or if you're starting, you need a replacement for Pat Firemuth that you couldn't find last week, Tyler Conklin can do it for you. So uh, I like him as my neck, uh, my tight end two backup. Yeah. So n- not realizing Luke Musgrave was on a bye this week. It was kind of a, a snafu. <laughs> Still a good idea. <laughs> kind of a snafu on my end. But zig when they zag, as they say. Um, I think he, but he, but honestly, he is worth the pickup because he, he to me is he is Sam Laporta right now without the touchdowns. Like if the touchdowns were going his way, he'd be just as good as Sam Laporta. Like they both just look amazing. They're both great. They're both very strong in their offense. They're both getting targeted. They're, they're creating plays for them. I think the future is bright for both of these players. Um, Sam Laporta right now is just getting the touchdowns. And so he looks like a, a way bigger superstar, but really Musgrave, if you watch the games, watch how he's being utilized, he looks just as good. So, um, you know, I, I, I'd be willing to um, grab him, stash him. I'd stash him through the bye week. That's why he's on this list. So he's, uh, he's good, but he's, uh, he is a good, pick good though. He is a good pickup if he's out there. Absolutely. No, he is definitely <laughs> worth a pickup still, even on a bye week. So you always need a bye week complete. I always say, guys, if you have an extra roster spot, take a look at the following week, see what you could get in advance. And if Luke Musgrave has a good matchup or any player in general sense has a good matchup, go pick them up on now. Why why wait a week while they're on their bye? So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use your bi-week players to your advantage for sure in this league, uh, in fantasy. And then last but not least, uh, other options, Jonah Smith. Jonah Smith has impressed over the last month now. And I'm going to get over the last four games, at least not month, but last four games. Uh, he's definitely still worth a tight end pickup this week, of course, in fantasy. So, again, a better waiver wire, I'd say, at a five, it's like a three and a half. It's a yeah. decent one. It's definitely above average. I think there's some players that can help you win through your bye weeks. And uh, I don't know if there's any true breakout potential. A couple, maybe the young rookie wide yep. receivers. Rookie wide uh, receivers for sure. I would yeah. say that's my advice this week is focus on your rookie wide receivers this week. Try and get at least two on your roster that you can, that you hope get a second half push. You know, Rashi Rice is a great one. You know, Downs is a good one. Mims is a good one. Some of these guys that like haven't quite popped off yet, but they easily could. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to wrap things up here, guys. Uh, a little tired today. It's been a long day today so far, but uh, I had to make sure we got on and give you guys some great wave of wire advice. And as always, guys, we appreciate it. John, anything you want to mention? Uh, no, I got nothing. I got nothing I want to mention. Um, go get them. If uh, if you're one in four like I am, don't lose faith. We can we can all battle back. We'll all get through this. Fantasy football is a long season and it's a lot of fun. So that uh, no, that's it. That's all I got. Right, absolutely. And Kyle, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, my friend, great job. Love Thanks, that. Kyle. Thank you. We always appreciate it. Uh, and again, everyone else who had listened in, whether you're listening live on our YouTube channel at The Fantasy Coaches or whether you're listening live afterwards on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, we greatly appreciate it. We love doing this every week, uh, every Monday and Thursday, 530 to uh, 6 30 basically an hour-long podcast uh, most weeks today's a little shorter today which is okay uh, but we love doing this we'll be back uh, on thursday talking start and sits for week six hopefully you enjoyed the rest of your week five just know by the time you listen to this aaron jones is not playing tonight probably i think it's already been announced yes. uh so if you lost this week because aaron jones didn't play let us know on thursday uh so we thank you guys all for listening tune in until next time guys and have the back is not far fetched. We got a couple of clock cans. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up, Jack. I'ma head back. Back to the blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. Go.